Hi, everyone. This is comedian Jessica Kirsten. Please check out my website, jessicakirsten.com. I'm on Instagram at Jesse Kirsten, and I have a brand new podcast called Disgusting Hawk. You can check that out on YouTube or on Gas Digital. How are things looking at the Capitol? Because oh you, you live in New York, right? Yeah, so I'm a little, you know, it's, but people are crazy everywhere now. It's, it's insane. It's like, I can't even believe they're doing it outside. What? Doing what outside? The, the, um, the inauguration. Oh. I, I can't. You want them to do it at, the, at a conference room at the Holiday Inn? Would you? <laughs> <laughs> well, I do think they should do it inside because there's, um, there's a lot of military and police that are pro-Trump. And no way. Yeah. Yeah. So, so what do like, you, it's mm -hmm. crazy. What do you think is going to, what do you think, what's the worst that could happen? Is it, it's tomorrow, right? It's on Tuesday. Wednesday. 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 So what so, do you think that's, what's the worst that could happen? That there could be snipers. Get that, out. Really? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Really? Yeah. They've been finding that a lot of like, you know, uh, Marines and um, people who are trained to do that kind of stuff, you know, we're at the Capitol that day. And uh, these people are really like anti-government and they want to get rid of Biden and Pelosi, all of them. What does this, this mean for you? I, I always, I was asking another comedian this um, on the podcast, but this was during the elections, right? So I said, in a country like yours, where there's essentially two parties vying for power, mm -hmm. and then uh, there's a slim margin of victory, right? Whether the vote goes Democrat or Republican, slim margin of victory. What happens to the majority that voted for the opposition but didn't win? Because ultimately, they are also a majority in their world, right? Yes. Well, in so history, basically, hmm. they deal with it, and you might not like the per you know the person in power, but you still support them. They're the president. You respect them. But Trump has caused so much divide and craziness and um, extremism that it's diff this is this is different than any other time in my lifetime. Like, do you feel like people were? more respectful to the office than the person, which is not the yes. case now, right? Yeah. feel like there was a yes. denigration of that office that has led to yeah. an insurrection, obviously, of, uh, of, of the office itself, even people going, I'm yes. not going to respect the office. Therefore, the person in there means nothing to me. Mm -hmm. I mean, they went in there and sat in seats. Like, it's, it's really insane to do like that. Like, it was a school field trip of delinquents. Yes. And they... <laughs> I don't know if you knew this, but they, they went to the, like, they pooped and, and smeared it everywhere. I mean, they really did crazy things and they stole things and they, they, um, there's this whole thing now that someone stole a laptop, um, and you know, hard drive stuff like that. And they're searching for her as a woman. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, the woman that died was in the air force. She was no like, a way. yeah, she, the one that. Like yeah, that was shot. Mm -hmm. She was she was an Air Force. She was like big in in the, the Air Force. It's insane. I think it's more insane for us outside of the U.S. watching in because yeah. we're asking what is it ourselves. Like for you guys, I'm very curious about that. What what do people say? It's so embarrassing. 
remember that in in south africa we only get oh, i don't know about other countries so we in in africa but we only get to watch american news on cnn right so remember that the the cnn for us became popular during the gulf war so yeah. seeing uh airplanes flying over a place in the military marching and seeing uh uh people protesting outside of the capital like the egyptian summer was one of those in iraq it was one of those we yeah. had our own 3 years ago when we voted we wanted our president to resign 3 mm-hmm. years ago where people marched to the union buildings you know but they are uh, union buildings almost like our version of the capital mm-hmm. but no one could actually penetrate the walls you know and go inside and rampage but to see it happening in the us it was i think for some strange reason because we've seen even aliens landing at the white house in so many movies we kind of thought it was a movie <laughs> i know <laughs> it's like a movie to us to me like i can't even imagine how you felt because i can't believe it happened like we're still yeah. everyone's in shock that it that it even happened it's cra- it's weird like when i saw it i was like I actually got very emotional. I was crying. I mean, yes. it was crazy because yes. it's it's I can't believe that they just walked right in. Like it it was insane. And uh, you know, the police were outnumbered and I don't know why they yes. weren't more prepared. It was cuz they had a very clear idea. You know what I've seen? I've also heard like on on social media which is a bad place to hear anything, but obviously we get our news there now that people were shocked that the the Capitol police did nothing and i was like what were they supposed to do they were outnumbered they couldn't, they couldn't do anything what could they, they, they do there were like i think it i don't even know what it was it was like f- f- 20 to 1 yeah and these, it was a lot and these were mostly men with they had you know weapons with them um they basically were like willing to die to get in there and the cops did the cops that did fight back got hurt I don't know if you What? saw that thing about the cop that was like dragged out on his no. stomach. No. And they were there's a video of it and they were beating him and then they kept screaming take his gun and shoot him with it no. and whatever and then the cop was like I don't know if I should shoot people cuz if I shoot people I'm going to die. Yes. So he started pleading for for help and saying I have yes. four daughters please I have four daughters. and then a couple of people helped him it's it's very weird because in the comedy business 90% of us are completely against this and then there's mm-hmm. there's or maybe 95% but there is a percentage of comics here who have gone pretty right wing they've realized mm-hmm. that that's where they can get an audience mm-hmm. and if they tour those people will come out to see them and they can say anything they want what so, what but then i always go in a country where free speech is encouraged right mm-hmm. where do you draw the line from censoring someone's political opinion and letting them have their peace because ultimately so, um yeah. when let's let's remember when uh, bush was in power right the second bush um comics like chris rock had a field day telling jokes about Uh, what was happening during 9/11 and when Bush found out you know so obviously if you are a republican at the time you were not having the best time 
um, mm-hmm. because the message out there was so different. So I always wonder with American politics, what makes it so polarizing? What makes it right for the one side to be righter than the other side? If that makes any sense. Well, yeah, it, it makes sense. I don't think anyone wants to get rid of free speech. I mean, there are some people, but very few people that want to get rid of free speech. I think they want to get rid of the disinformation, the, the lies that are being put out there and also hate speech. I mean, there has yeah. to be... And it's pretty obvious what's hate speech and what's free speech. Yes. Um, you know, I, there's comics I can't stomach watching, but I still support, and I don't agree with anything they say, but I still support that they should be able to say whatever they want. But I don't believe in people like spreading lies because you see, this is how this whole thing happened because so mm. many lies were told and are still being told and people believed it and they're not educated and they're desperate. And they're filled with anger and racism and, all, and anti-Semitism and all kinds of stuff. So they like had a field day with it. You know, when I, whenever I take a, a look from the outside, obviously as a non-American at how the U.S. landed up here, is I'm, I can't help but go back 15 years ago when, uh, I don't know, 15 or so, when uh, the Obama campaign was being ran on social media. Mm-hmm. It was only a matter of time before the dark side took over the same strategy and put its own person, right? Mm -hmm. I totally agree. Yeah. Didn't anyone have those reservations? It's happening because Obama was president and there's so many racists here. I mean, that is the truth. People could not stand that a black man was in office telling people what to do and in charge. Now the funny thing is there's a black Indian vice president who's a woman. I mean, this is like, what? this is a movie. I mean, if you really think about it, it's insane. But wasn't the insurrection Jessica expected more then than now? Wasn't a bunch of uh, right-wing patriots, as they call themselves, armed to the teeth with military gear? Wasn't this more expected during the Obama tenure than no, during? No, they didn't have a leader. Trump is their oh. leader. So now they have a, it's yes. a cult. They have a leader and they are every word he says, they listen to it. They go to these rallies with thousands of people. So back then mm. no one was organizing mm. anything, but it's been organized for years now. What, what is it? Four and a half years mm. or more. Or more, so, more. It's, right. So this is how this whole thing got so big because trump i mean he is the fact that i know people who still support him is unbelievable to me yes like i don't i don't none of my friends do i don't associate the only people i associate to be completely honest my father supported him because of money in israel and my father like passed away. <laughs> like that because yeah. of money and that Israel. Is why. Because he, <laughs> he was making more money, which he wasn't actually. Oh. With Obama, he was making just as much. Like you, yes. Obama, a lot of people made a lot of money with Obama. Um, and, you know, I would say to my father, you, he passed in April, but I would say to him, you have to be a racist if you support him. You cannot support him unless you're a racist. So you don't have to tell me. I'm just telling you that's that's what I think. Plus, you know, a lot of Jewish people, because he's so, quote unquote, supportive of Israel, which he really doesn't give a shit about Israel. He's just doing it to play the game and to get money. Um, you know what, what I'm thinking about now is I'm thinking about while the Republicans were reveling in the victory of Trump's um, administration, Democrats were getting organized. 
right? Yes. And making sure that when the elections happen, people come out mm-hmm. in their numbers to vote. Isn't the same and thing going to happen now? A... What? Isn't the same thing going to happen now while the Democrats are happy and reveling in the victory of, of, of Biden yeah. and Kamala? Aren't, aren't the right-wing tr- pro-Trumpists going to be organizing themselves even more now? There's not enough. Oh. It, it's There's not enough. There's a very, like, I would say the real Trumpers, like, love him, support him is like maybe 20% of America. Mm-hmm. You know, um, they also, he can never get the black vote, the mm-hmm. most of the Jewish vote, um, the Hispanic vote. He just, that, th- that, that, that party couldn't, there's no way. Cause they're, they're seen as racists and, um, yeah. You know horrible people so i don't and plus they'd have to get the money i mean democrats were able to raise so much money it's insane it's and i just don't i just don't see that happening and plus the republican party is split in half now there's there's like really extreme right-wing QAnon people and then there's like just people who want less government who don't want to give too much money to the poor do you think do you think on the on the upside Trump's divisive um, rule over or presiding of in the presidency over the four years or the five years made sure and galvanized supporters for the Democrats. Because now we know yes. for a fact that Hispanics will not vote Republican. Yes. Black people will never vote. Most of they the Jewish would. community will never. Now, do you think now, do you think that tenure made sure that this is now a fact? that republic i mean democrats can no. count on knowing that people no, of color will and, and other mm-hmm. yeah i don't think that i think if a republican came mm-hmm. along who was like in the middle and not extreme mm-hmm. and not like so right wing and you know um could could like kind of play to both parties i, I think they could win um the next time but it couldn't be the kind of person like trump it would have to be someone who's playing into the Democrats a little, yes. a lot. Yeah. Yes. And there are some politicians like that, like John Kasich. And um, um, I mean, there are Republicans who are not so right wing and like they hate Trump. Mm. So, but the fact that that happened and then the next day, a hundred and something of them still voted to not impeach him is unbelievable. That's unreal, right? It's sickening. That's that's the one thing I wanted to ask. What is, please explain to me, what does impeachment mean? Because last time I heard the word impeachment, or first time I heard it, it was during Nixon, and he actually mm-hmm. resigned. So in my head, I associate impeachment and resignation or being fired, right? And then now mm-hmm. I now we hear from the outside being in Africa that. Trump is impeached for the second time, but in my head, I'm like, hold up. The first impeachment in my head was an attempt because of Russia and the Mueller report, which he was cleared off and he continued his presidency. So if you now say he's impeached for the second time and Nancy Pelosi signs a document that says he's impeached, what does impeachment mean? Does it mean you're well, fired? It to, does it mean it's it a blemish to, on your record? It's a huge blemish on your record. First of all, with the Russia thing, he didn't get convicted in the Senate. There was no trial. Because oh. because the Republicans had the rule, like they were yes. the ruling party. Yes. Now, he can get convicted, and he'd have to go to trial. 
So mm. you can be impeached and not be thrown out, like Bill Clinton mm. with the Monica Lewinsky thing. Um, but now he can be impeached. And if the Republicans do, which I still don't think they will because they're such cowards, but if they do take him to trial and convict him, and we only, the Democrats only need, I think, 17 Republicans to vote to impeach him in the Senate, he will have to go to trial and he could be convicted. And when it went a lot of. There's a lot of people that went to this thing at the Capitol yes. and did horrible things and are claiming on camera that it's because he told them to, which is yes. not for him. It's not a good thing, right? No, for him, it's a big problem because they're saying they only did it because Trump told them to. What happens now? What, what, what? What hopes do Americans have on on Biden and Kamala? What are what are you guys hoping is going to happen now? Is it is it more of a the world will view America differently now because they know they don't have a divisive president in power? Mm-hmm. Are we expect are you guys expecting new policies? Yes. Um, are, definitely are, new policies. Are immigrants expecting more lenient uh, yes. terms in in, mm-hmm. in terms of immigration? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so he is supposedly... Are all those hopes realistic? Yes. Well, he can do whatever he wants as president. So the first day he's, I think, right away on Wednesday, or th- he's going back into the Paris Climate Accord. He's he's stopping yes. the, um, the pipeline construction. He's, he's allowing... Um, he's not banning people from Arab countries anymore. He's doing... He's turning all that around this week. So... And In he can week. do all of that. Some things he can do... And some mm-hmm. things he needs to it needs to get voted through Congress and the Senate, and because the Democrats now have the majority in the House, the Senate, and the White House, it there a lot's going to be changed back to where it was a lot. Do you so, think that the this this and this is my this this always gets I think do you think that the skin color of the people that stormed the Capitol? made a bigger impact on U.S. citizens and on the world, seeing as it wasn't people of color or a yeah. group of mixed race people. It was just white people yeah. who were just storming in while yes. there's a white government in charge. <laughs> yes, they are. A lot of them are white supremacists. I mean, listen, I'm Jewish. They hate us too. They hate, they mm. want you, every, all these t-shirts you know, mm. 6 million dead, more to go, like whatever. They mm. they they want to wipe out the Jews. They want to wipe out anyone who's not white, Anglo-Saxon. So yes, of course. I mean, every white person saw that. I mean, it's just mm. completely obvious. It's thousands of white people. I mean, there might mm. be like 10 black people or Hispanic, mm. but it's, yeah, it's a white supremacy movement and it's his base. And that's who wants to change everything and they want to keep America white, make America white again Mm. and, um, and get rid of the Jews and get rid of the black people and even Asian people, anyone who's not white. But Jessica, what happens to those people after Thursday? Where do they go? Where do they disappear to? Well, they're doing a lot. Um, they're doing a lot to find out who was there and i mean there is a mass like they have arrested hundreds of people their mm. their fbi is listing everyone they're looking for they're 
they're doing so many investigations. I think it's going to take a while, but they are going to find out. They have video. I mean, it's not even, and they also have phone records because under the Capitol, there's a whole system that, Yes. I don't know how this works or what happened, but they, they're able to track phone numbers and phone calls and texts and they have video and they have sounds and they have, I mean, they have everything. They have all the evidence. So, um, it's going to take a while and there's definitely, those people are not going away, but they're not going to grow. Yes. They're going to, they're going to, it's like with ISIS or whatever they're gonna make sure they don't grow they're gonna get lesser and lesser and smaller and smaller but they're still gonna be there so i don't know i don't know what you know I, they know about all the groups and they know about yes. all the organizations and they're on it yes so there's a lot changing in your country uh, people of color mm -hmm. are in government now uh a female now is going to be of color is deputy president do you think there'll ever be a female president whether white or black or any other or hispanic do you think there'll ever be a time in the u.s where there you go yes the first female president i don't of the think United States. the only way i except think michelle happen. obama because she was president of the <laughs> i wish she was president i i i, I felt I think... like she was during obama's Me tenure too. Yeah, I felt like I there was two presidents. <laughs> Everyone, that's hilarious. Everyone respected her more than anyone. I know. I, I think the only way now is if Biden ever got sick, God forbid, or resigned, that mm -hmm. because she would be president if that happened. But do I think a woman will get voted in? Not for a yes. long time. Why do you think so? Um. <laughs> This country is very, I mean, there's so much, women are just not respected in a lot of ways in this country. You know, I just made a documentary for, I made a documentary about female comedians. It's going to be on FX and Hulu, and it's going to be in the South by Southwest Film Festival. It's premiering next month. Congratulations. And I have, thank you. And I have Kathy Griffin in it and Margaret Cho and Fortune Feimster, Nikki Glaser, a lot of people. And we talk about it. I mean, it's just women are second-class citizens and a lot of times women make it worse they you know it's still like you know a lot of women even feel like their opinion doesn't matter and it's the man the man's the head of the household i can't even believe it's like that here still i don't even know how to explain it to be honest with you because i'm so far removed from that way of thinking that i don't i don't know why it's like i mean hillary people just didn't like her like she mm. wasn't likable Mm. I liked Hillary. I'm just saying, like, I don't, mm. I, I knew a lot of men, white men wouldn't vote for Hillary, mm. but if it were a powerful, like a Michelle Obama or something, I don't know, maybe they would get voted in. In, in your documentary about female comedians, and I'm very interested in the topic, what, what stood out? What is it that when you guys were doing the documentary that made you go, this is the problem? Um, I think part of it was that women were talking about how it's been very hard for them to get stage time. For example, like when I headline on the road, um, nine out of 10 times, more than that, it's two men and then me. They rarely put two women on a show because there'd be an MC, an opener, wow. and then a headliner. Yes. Um, it's just, yes. it's very hard now, for me, it's easier to get stage time now because I've been doing it for 21 years, but it's very hard to get stage time as a woman. So it's very hard to get good enough to headline. 
And then also you don't make as much money as men. I mean, it's a fact. Like we have a whole thing in the movie where, no way. you know, when Monique said she was offered like $500,000 for a Netflix special. And then like people were making 50 million, 25 million, uh, men, a hundred million. I mean, I, it's, uh, they also talked about how different it is being on the road as a woman. Um, there's this thing that like quote unquote women aren't funny like you know that quote like that's been around forever it's like saying all jewish people are cheap or all you know asian people can't drive i mean it's so stupid it's like someone said it a long time ago and like people just think that because they're so dumb mm. but really there are so many funny women in the united states and it's, it's just harder. It's like, I always said, if someone had my television credits, they would be making so much more money at the clubs than I make. Like right? if someone had the credits I have, a man, they would mm -hmm. be making 10 times more than me on the road. Do you think that the machine, that the entertainment machine has a lot to do with this? The people uh, yes. that are in power, that yes. make the bookings, that uh, that that hires a director that mm -hmm. negotiate with you for your special or your documentary have a lot to do mm -hmm. with this backward mentality because that's how that's the only way I can explain it. Yes, but that's changing because like okay, so I have a deal with NBC Peacock with Bonnie McFarlane. I don't know if you know her, but she's a comic and a writer. Yeah, yeah. Josh, and Josh Bonnie, knows her. <laughs> she's amazing, and so Bonnie and I wrote an idea for a show for about my life and pitched it and we got a deal and Bonnie's directing it and I'm starring in it. And I think part of why that happened is because we're women. A lot of people in entertainment are looking for women now. So I think the whole thing is shifting a lot. It's actually harder for like the white man in, in comedy right now when it comes no. to, yeah. When it comes to like getting a late night um, spot or comedy central, like performing on Kimmel or, you know, one of those shows because they're looking for diversity more. Um, I think that's why so many white male comics are pushing back and doing these podcasts and being like even more in your face and oh, uh, wow. doing like right wing stuff because they're, they've had to do it because they're not getting as many opportunities. Wow. You know, I always get, we all talk about this in the movie, but I always get, I hate female comics, but you're really funny. Or I've never laughed yes. at a woman, but you're really, a lot of times men want to, yes. they don't want to laugh at a woman. They want the woman to laugh at them. You know, a lot of men. So it's Whoa, like, that's deep. It's, yeah, it's a very intimidating thing for not all men, but yes. for secure men, they could give a shit. But for insecure men who, you know, to, to be around a funny woman who's powerful, they can't handle it. That's and the interesting thing is as a female comic on stage, because I taught comedy for years in New York for like 10 years. And I would tell women, you have to take, you have to take them by the balls the second you're walking to the stage. Not even when you get on stage, you have to look confident and have male energy immediately. And like, yes. be like, you can't screw with me. And yes. it's true. Yes. As black comics, we say you have to have white confidence. That's hilarious. I love that. Because WC gets you through anywhere, any, even in the capital. But you saw how white confidence got those men in the capital. Because they, yeah, of course. you guys even have a term for it, gingerly strolling in. 
Yeah, they just were huh? like, we're here and we're taking over. Bye. And they just pushed everyone away. I know. As female comics, you have to, you can't go up and be like, hi, guys. How are you? What's going on? You'd be like, hey, what's up? How you doing? And then like immediately be like, make it clear that you're in charge. Immediately. I have no doubt. I'm, I'm not, I'm looking forward to seeing the work that you've done with HBO. I had a, I lived in New York City and I had a dog and I named him Puppy because I was really depressed and a pothead. So I was really lazy about it. I'm like, oh, I'm just going to name him Puppy, which is such an embarrassing name for a dog. Like, it's just like, God, you have no like energy or anything to just, you know, it's like naming a dog. So I used to walk in on the Upper West Side and it, it was very like it had it was a short a Welsh corgi and it had black and white spots. It looked like a cow. Like it was very, you knew that dog if you saw it. And every time someone would say, what's the dog's name? And I'm like, it's puppy. Like I would be mortified to say it. And then one day I was walking by this guy and he's like, oh, what a gr great dog. He's like, what's the dog's name? And I'm like, um, and I literally made a decision to lie. Do you know, you know when you do that? Like you pause and you're like, I'm going to lie right now. And I was like, oh, it's Humphrey. And he's like, oh my God, he looks just like this dog Puppy. And <laughs> Have you met Puppy? He looks exactly like. <laughs> and I was like, no, he was literally, he has the same markings. He's the same size. And I'm like, no, that's so, I can't wait to meet Puppy. It was, it was so. And then there's another one they could do of my my uh, my stepbrother. Did you know my stepbrother, Zach Braff from Scrubs? No way. Yes. Yeah. He's my, my stepbrother for 36 nice. years. Yeah. So yeah. Zach and I were in, in, in our house. My mother saw clients in the basement my whole life. She saw clients in the house and she wouldn't write them down when they were coming. So these clients would always just show up and be like, hi, I'm here to see your mother. And we'd be like, um okay i guess wait for her so zach and i someone came on a saturday in the middle of the day and we were like we have to go out but we'll leave you here we had no way of reaching my mother she was out for the whole day so zach was like i'm going to turn on the alarm just in case so that you know no one can come in but um if you want to just wait for her she should be home soon she didn't come home till seven hours later the woman was afraid to leave the house because the alarm would go off <laughs> so she fell asleep in the den in the living room, you know, living room area. And then my mom walked in and she was at the front, she was at the kitchen table, just sitting there. And my mom's like, what are you doing in the house? How did you get in here? And she's like, I, I didn't want to leave. The alarm would go off. And she's like, well, are you free now? And they had a session. Like there were always times <laughs> like that in the house where there were just clients roaming around. 